It's time for the Other Three Amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast. Tweet us on Twitter using the hashtag T-O-T-A-P. Buy the lads a cup of coffee by clicking the support link in the description. Thank you. Megan from Scotland once more. Episode three is about to drop. It is the other Three Amigos podcast. We finally got the coffee. Tone Tap signs a two-episode deal with West Car Coffee. Words cannot express, though, how much it beans to us. Last Friday, we summoned the ghost of Stephen Hawking. The 2021 Cork City season cards were announced, and only people with an IQ of 160 could figure out how they worked. There was more confusion on Monday with the launch of LOI TV with a difficulty level of 100 signing up and a website possibly designed by Timmy, age 7, from Leitrim as a first-class project. Kierman Cherry chats on the City Talk podcast and Red FM in the past week. Where's Ricky? No sign of Ricardo Denanga until now. The Mothership fire Alex Neal, Preston Ardend and the manager Parth this week. This Friday, the SSE Artricity First Division kicks off as Cork City take on Cove Ramblers. We chat with our Cove amigo, Ian Ryan, how things are looking for the lads and everything on the Great Island. And much, much more. Welcome, everybody, to Episode 3 of the Other Three Amigos podcast. Hello to you and you and you and you and you. Episode 3 is here. I'd like to welcome my amigos. Hello, hola, Wayne Mullins. Good morning on this fine Wednesday. Beautiful. It's really sunny. You too. You're glowing, Wayne. And in the other corner, of course, you've got my other amigo. Hello to you, Declan McCormack. Hey, uh, Mr. Shreenan. How are you, sir? Mr. Mullins. McCormack, as Megan says. It's very, it's very pronounced. Pronounced. It is. Um, yeah. I'm buzzing. It's game week. It is game week. Yes. We've, we've, we've waited so long. It's just like we get to see... Yes. Some well, hopefully we get to see some live action. You know, champions but, elect. Uh, yeah, you know, here it is. First step on the long journey. So you might have heard we've got a sponsor on board. We'd like to welcome West Cork Coffee um, for getting in touch with us and looking to sponsor the show. They are Cork City fans, and as always, if you're a Cork City fan, try and support the clubs that support the club or the unofficial podcasts such as us. And um, so we would like to say thank you to them, also to the people that bought us coffee during the week and the last couple of weeks. Thank you so much. We'll be using that money to invest heavily on coming weekly and in maybe trying to increase our sound quality and doing lots of things like that. So thank you for supporting us. If you haven't supported us, yes, go buy us a coffee with, and we'll have loads of money. What about the hookers, Damien? Are we mentioning that? <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay, sorry. I, I like them a lot, eh? Hey, hey. Okay. Oh, the news roundup that we might not get through to on the podcast uh, you had Joe Gamble giving an interview online during the week some people received it well others not so well the Cork City FC you know, squad numbers were announced got some new ones and uh, we've got a new jersey coming in the Cabin Tealy match a new fanzine City fanzines on the way with City Beat following a few people on social media during the week the club announced two sponsors Body Fuels as its back of jersey sponsor um, and Oxford Global Resources on the back of the academy and women's. So there, that's a bit of a news roundup. Just oh, on, yes. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Can I just go back and just say something on the club sponsor, or sorry, the, the squad numbers? Just a big shout out to whoever sponsored Rowan and Harley and put the sponsor's name down as Phantom Whistler. <laughs> um, 
absolute genius. Love it. A big shout out from the past for anybody who was in the cross. The reason uh, I got the name Scotty was because of the Phantom Whistler. How does Scotty... It, for another episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's, there's like, I'm just going to drop a little piece in here and shut the door on it. Let, let's, let's record episode four tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go cracking into it, we do need our weekly Liam Bosson update. Wayne, how has Liam Bosson been getting on this week? He hasn't conceded this week. He hasn't conceded? No, hasn't conceded. The last five Did more. he play? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he went well, off injured in, uh, last week, two weeks ago, uh, and he, he, he was replaced this week, so I'm assuming he's injured. The 2021 season cards were announced this week, um, swiftly followed by an FAQ on unspent cash, refunds, discounts, eligibility, games you can attend, OAP, students, juvenile. Yes, confusing to say the least. Um, so, you know, when you bring out a, something and you release an FAQ straight away, personally, that, I think things have been done wrong. The graphics are wrong. They were changed. There was tweets uh, put up. They were deleted. There was emails sent out. It was it was just complete an absolute disaster. And um, there was so many unanswered questions. It was literally like watching and um, the finale of Lost, and then having to you know work out what exactly is going on. And um, there was a hundred ninety. It's hundred ninety five euros or a substantial discount of forty five euros if you had a twenty twenty season pass. Uh, personally, I thought it was it's a bit it was a bit of a joke. They should have kept it simple. Hundred and twenty quid gets you the season pass and it gets you the voucher for the club shop. The F- then there was another one if the FAI removed withdrew their coverage, you'd still get to see the home games. I don't know why they'd be thinking the FAI are going to re- re- take out their coverage. Um, I do be, I, I do put a bit of pressure on the FAI though. Know? I think they should have brought out all this a couple of weeks back rather than you know the clubs having to do with themselves and then and then the, and then the, it's, it was look an absolute disaster right Declan uh, your thoughts on the 2021 season cards oh look um, I have lots of them and we're, we're limited to time we don't have three hours for me to just rant and rave non-stop couple of things stand out I don't think there's any danger of the FAI pulling their coverage there's no RT cameras the, the whole sh- shebang with the Watch League of Ireland is that RT committed the cameras for six months and refused to commit them for 12 months. That is not the case here. The cameras are installed. They're fixed. There's absolutely no reason this doesn't go 12 months. And I think you're muddying the waters and you're making issues where issues don't don't need to be um, made. Why, why bring it up? Why introduce it into a conversation? There's absolutely no need. The cost of them, I would, I think they're expensive. I think it was obviously the communication, which has been an issue for a long time now. It was poorly communicated, tweets deleted, emails sent out, follow-up emails because the initial email was incorrect. Then FAQs. I mean, it just it just smacked of everything that has gone wrong at this club over the last two or three years. And it was disappointing is the word I would use. It was interesting to hear the chairman had kind of preempted things in different interviews, etc., which we'll probably get to in a minute. And I was kind of sitting there wondering, right, okay, what are they going to come out with? Let's see how they do it. I gave them huge credit last week for making decisive decisions regarding season tickets, non-refunds. Brilliant that they haven't 
kicked things down the road. They've made the decision. They've stuck to it. And everybody knows the story going forward. And then they come out with this nonsense a couple of days later, you know, nonsense. Um, where it just, it just kicks everything down the road. You know, nobody knows how much the refunds are going to cost us. Nobody knows how much the shop vouchers are going to cost us. Nobody can work it out. What's the admin cost for a staff member having to work through all that at the end of the season? Damien went to four games, so he's entitled to this amount back. Wayne only went to two games, so he's entitled to this oh, amount back. You know, it's it's just it's 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 incomprehensible. Having given him great credit last week for not kicking stuff down the road, to see them come out then with something that just kicks everything down the road in terms of refunds. Where do those refunds come from? Do they come from this year's budget? Do they come from next year's budget? Do they come from merchandising budgets? Do they come from commercial budgets? I mean, it's just a mess. As far as I can see, it's a mess anyway. And it's 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 disappointing is the word I would use. Will we get Declan a volume? I'll let you know, Wayne. The main part that annoyed me was the substantial offer. Like, 45 euros is substantial. It, like, you're looking at 50-60%. 70% is substantial. They should have rolled it over. They should have kept it going for this year. They should. And it's rubbish. It's stupid. It's nobody proof proof this proof read this beforehand because what half an hour they had the FAQ out. Like, do you think it was a Zoom meeting that the lads went on and went, yeah, that's great. Oh, whoop, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like no one looked at this properly, I and mean, it's, it's, it's a disaster. So, a couple of things that went with it, and this is what it was sold as: so you had access to the streams to the first division games of 2021, access to the streams to the women's national league in 2021. You had entry into the monthly draw for season card holders, but let's face it, monthly draws in Cork City haven't gone down too well in the past. <laughs> You'd priority access the and the games, the academy. I don't think there's going to be any games personally. Um, and I, I just don't know how they're going to work that one out. What happens if, yeah, if, if, if 100 people are allowed and we have 200 season cards purchased, what happens then? A draw? Thanks like, to Rafa. You also get access to buy the new away jersey a week before it goes on sale. Yay! You get a digital subscription to the City Edition for the 2021 season. Then you'll get two minimum, minimum of two season card holder discount days in the club shop. Um, and it's been widely spread already that the only thing that's going to be left for you to win are under eight, under eight shorts and a like quadruple XL purple polo. As I said already, um, I'll be there with bells and I, you know. <laughs> You will also get to spend, use your unspent funds, which is what confu- caused loads of confusion at the end of the season up to the 30th of November 2021 to buy um, merchandise or a 2022 season ticket. But will they be on sale before the 30th of November 2021? Because they weren't this year. Um, so that's that's the deal. That's the in comparison to other season tickets throughout the first division, the most expensive was Treaty. It was 240 euros, so this was more of a membership as well. Shells were 200 euros. You got a t-shirt and your name on the 2022 jersey embedded, embedded which was great. We were at 195, Godway 160, Athlone 150, Cove 150, pay about a month, Longford 110. And at the very bottom, if you were a 2020 season ticket holder for Wexford Jutes, it was absolutely free for you. I'm not going to make the obvious joke. It's just too easy, you know. Um, that, that there's only four of them. Yeah. Is, is, is there even four? You know? um. <laughs> it does just show that the clubs could afford to make it much cheaper because I think, as far as I'm aware, the clubs are getting 75% of every 80 euros. So it's 60 euros for the clubs. So they could have 
made it a lot cheaper for people if they really wanted to. But look, I don't have an issue with that. That's the, the clubs have to get. Um, it has to be a money maker for this for the, the clubs. So that genuinely doesn't doesn't bother me. I don't look at it as the clubs are. It's only costing the club twenty euro of the eighty. I look at it as I'm paying seventy nine euros for my pass, and after that, if my club is getting seventy five percent of that, then fair play to them. You know? cost as well, though, which is ten grand. If you enjoy disaster, you were treated to two this week: the launch of LOI TV, which was quite possibly the worst launch of anything since the launch of the 2017 Cork City jersey leaked in Soho. Firstly, it was launched without telling anyone at around 11 o'clock on Sunday night. Then you couldn't actually work out how to subscribe. The paper match wasn't working. Um, and I do, I just would like to say well done to Eddie FEI for allowing the first class project winner of Timmy O'Shea, age seven from Leitrim in designing the website. Uh, now, I know the LOI, the League of Ireland, is the unwanted child. Does this mean that the first division is just sperm in a sock? Decky. Um, I don't understand the sperm in the sock reference, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm lost. Okay. I'm lost. So the, the unwanted child, that child is born. However, the first division just gets wasted in a sock. But how does sperm get in the sock? <laughs> what, what's your soap like? <laughs> 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 anyway, um... Yeah, okay. Anyway, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Answers on Twitter, okay. please. Yeah, but look, I mean, I understand and and you're correct, it was a disgrace. What surprises me is that people are surprised. This, I know, is, the this, this is really bad, Decky. Like they what No, I understand this one is like you log in now and it's it's just says coming soon. When you no, get I understand by going LOA TV slash home, you go in and you click buy now and it just refreshes the page. Like it's it's no, there's no excuse for this. No, I understand all that, but I mean Lads, nobody knows the FAI better than League of Ireland supporters. They've screwed us for years, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm stunned that anybody thought that this was going to be put out there with a working website day one and everything would work from the word go, you know. It was never going to happen. Never going to happen. This is the FAI. And the thing about the FAI bailout and everything else, it, it kind of amazes me still that the FAI got itself up. I was going to say, I can't say shit creek. Um, the FAI got itself into all kinds of trouble. You just did. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, uh, you know, it may or may not survive the edit. So the FAI got themselves in all kinds of trouble and UEFA came in and the government came in and they all bailed out the FAI. And when all this was going on, nobody thought, hang on a second, who's going to bail out the League of Ireland? Because they just gave the FAI the money to absolutely continue to screw the League of Ireland, to beat it into the ground. And that's all they've ever done. The Watch League of Ireland thing with RTE is an absolute joke and has a zero chance of lasting beyond six months. I mean, that has been set up to fail. I'm absolutely convinced of it. RT want nothing to do with it. After six months, RT will say, oh yeah, the numbers aren't there. We're pulling our cameras off. You go and do what you want, lads. At least in the first division, the fixed cameras are in place and we're guaranteed 12 months. Now, whether the cameras work or not is probably another question and there's no supports in place as Scotty pointed out in one of the earlier episodes and all that stuff has to be overcome. But at least there's some form of guarantee that you're going to get 12 months out of it. You're only getting six months out of watch League of Ireland. They came in, they saved the FAI, but nobody said, hang on, maybe we should do something with the League of Ireland. I'd be a big proponent of the League of Ireland breaking away from the FAI. Um, mm. Like the Premier League in England is not is not run by the FA, it's run by the Premier League. Premier League I think yeah. that's the road we, road we desperately need to go in this country. 
we had the scumbag scumbag running us into the ground for years you know <laughs> from it, allegedly, um, I, allegedly. No, I, there's no allegedly about it that, that, like he was like scumbag scumbag that man was like you know and there's no getting away from it you know and I mean the, the League of Ireland was a net contributor to the FAI between registration fees player fees yellow card fines red card fines fines for saying this in an interview in the Daily Mirror fines for this, saying this in an interview with or the clubs gave more money to the FAI than they ever got back so they were net contributors you know but in all the restructuring and everything else this situation was allowed to continue and it's it's just a complete joke the whole thing's a complete joke uh, Wayne <laughs> what, I'm going to defend you're... them here because I emailed them and they replied four times to me um, I asked questions like is the credit card section is it legit because it looks like something from a dodgy website you go on you know they said it is payment via strike the app is being submitted they say oh the app yes the app, the, the, app. The, the famous app that doesn't exist they say it's waiting for approval through Apple and Google Play Store now I know Google Play Store t- takes about 24 hours so we'll see now today it's imminent it's going to drop imminently it's on the way on the way um, the third time they replied to me I asked them again about devices you can use one device but multiple browsers I've tested this and it's not true but watch so you have to open Chrome Edge <laughs> but the whole you got to close off the old one before you go on so if you're on a phone right and your phone crashes or you move out of your Wi-Fi section or whatever and you go on to your tablet you have to close off your phone first your first one you've got to kick out of the browser it's going to be painful because a lot of people do switch between both especially if you're casting onto the TV but other than that yeah they replied four times they seem to know kind of what they're doing and we'll see what happens next day or two a couple of more snippets that happened during the week Declan Carey was on City Talk Red FM anything of interest lads? <sighs> yeah no it, not really to be honest it's, it's all stuff he kind of has to say really there's nothing there was nothing major it's there it's very political uh, isn't it? yeah and it, yeah. I think Paul was agreeing with him a lot and they were both agreeing which, which he has to like you're not going to go against your, your boss really are you? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a good list. Only, yeah, look, it's, it's it's good to hear from him. We didn't hear from the board of management for so long. I know, in fairness to Declan, he did Ref, Red FM, he did the City Talk podcast. Well, he didn't come on our Echo. podcast. It, ah, look, I mean, if I were him, I wouldn't come on our podcast either. <laughs> anyway, um, Preston, for the mothership fired Alex Neil. Do we care? No, not in the slightest. The only thing is, I believe they're looking internally for a successor, so that does put Colin Healy in line, you know? Um, <laughs> Uh, Wayne, do you care? Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. We will speak about Friday night, the Cove match in part two. We'll also let you know what we know on Ricardo Denanga. We've got some amazing MVP announcement leaderboard thingy. Uh, just looking at the notes here, it says the word shit after it, but uh, <laughs> there's that's coming up. We've got <laughs> questions for the lads and, of course, last words. We'll see you in part two. But now... A word from our sponsors. Oh, guys, wait for this. A word from our sponsors. <laughs> I can't get no sleep. Are you up all night wondering where Stephen Beatty is going to play? Has Mark McNulty got you biting your pillow? The season tickets? You're pacing up and down in the middle of the night. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Well, let Westcar Coffee get you through all your Cork City-related sleepless nights. This show is supported by Westcar Coffee, providing fresh roasted coffee to order, brewing equipment, and coffee subscriptions. On Instagram and Twitter, at Westcar Coffee. Thank you so much, westcarcoffee.ie. Now, back to the show. And there you go. It's... Is Mark McNulty aware that that sleepless nights? That's the first time I've heard that. I just go like, 
Wow, what is this? Like, you gave you know? me the script, go away. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, big thanks to Westcar Coffee once more for sponsoring the show. Um, and we do really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much. Um, we love coffee. We, have, we love coffee. Are you, are you drinking coffee right now, Wayne? Yes. Jemison and Coke. <laughs> it's a bit early for that, to be fair. Westcar Coffee right. and Coke. Just Westcar Coffee. Just Westcar Coffee. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get to... Uh, Dangerous on here. Ricardo Dananga, I can tell you, a source close to Ricardo Dananga. We were wondering where he was. People were saying he's in Sunderland. I can tell you, though, a source close to him has said that he is in Sunderland at the moment, and it's his first choice to go there. However, Sunderland do not want to pay a cent for him. They want Cork City just to release him. We get zero. I looked at the training compensation calculator, which we should receive. And I, I look, an estimate is we should be a, a owed around 80,000 euros for him. Sunderland don't want to pay anything. Thankfully, Cork City have said, no, you're not getting him. He's ours. He's still registered with us. Guys, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, he, he, we can't release him. That's just ridiculous. And he's um, refusing to come back away, it seems. It's fine. He doesn't play for anyone. It's fine. You know what I mean? You, you can't just say, oh, I don't want to play for you. I'm moving on. Now, what could happen no no- is a repeat of the Aaron Drennan thing. So if he signs for a League of Ireland club... Let it happen. Let it happen. And yeah. there'll be investigations and someone will get caught eventually. That was just, you know, if that happens again, there's going to be some people, people will be looking for that, looking to see what's going to happen. I think, no. Get money from, get a percentage, get something from, but no way can he go on a free. No way. And if he decides not to come back? Leave him. Sit at home, watch Netflix. Jackie? Yeah, I, I 100% <sighs> agree with Wayne there. I mean, I don't think there's any any room for any other outcome, like, you know? I mean, um, FIFA put the training compensation stuff in place to protect clubs like Cork City and, and, and give them access to some kind of funding for, for young guys that they've developed. And, like, what I can't understand. What I can't understand is €80,000 to a club like Sunderland. It's not much. They're, they must know? be broke. And, and they, they could well be broke, but if I'm his agent and I'm Ricardo and I'm looking at this situation, I can't help thinking in my own mind is... You don't believe me enough. To, you don't believe in me enough to fork up 80, 80 grand for me. You know, um, mm. no. Look, I might, I might have a look elsewhere and see why. See, see if anybody else is willing to do it. Look, it's, it is what it is. But one hundred percent behind the club on this one. You don't release them. You wait for your training compensation. And I'm having a guess here, but I mean, you talk about him coming back. I'm not sure coming back is an option. You know, Friday night, Friday night, lads. It's here. Cork City versus Cove Ramblers. The excitement levels are through the roof. I genuinely cannot wait for Friday. I collected my son from school yesterday. We we just couldn't stop talking about the match all the way home. Really excited. We are going to chat now, firstly, with Ian Ryan, our Cove Amigo, who is joining us live from the Great Island. We're joined by our Cove Amigo, and we'd like to welcome Ian Ryan to the podcast. And we're going to chat all about the match on Friday night. Welcome, Ian. Thanks, Demo. Thanks, lads. So you're our first other Amigo from a different club. If anyone doesn't know you, Ian, who are you and why do you support Cove? Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a good question, actually. I started out following City, as Wayne would know. <laughs> uh, so I was, a big, I was a big City fan in, in my early days and my youth and stuff like that. But uh, I moved to Cove, fell in love and uh, fell in love with Cove football, as should they say, as they say. Uh, but no, I got involved in Cove in around 2015, 2016. The club was uh, going out of existence and uh, there was uh, a post put up on social media uh, for an open meeting. And uh, we decided I'd go up and have a look and uh, I've been involved ever since. 
it's a great club. It's a real family club. It's, you know, it's um, the local supporters down there are, are football mad, as you can see. And, um, you know, it's, it's a special place to be at the moment because it's uh, certainly on a, an upward trajectory. So on Friday, it kicks off Cove Ramblers versus Cork City. Um, we're looking forward to it. I'm sure you're looking forward to it. But we don't, we're, not, we're not really too sure how Cove have gone on in preseason, what signings and stuff. Can you just give us a quick rundown on how things have been going for you the last couple of months? Uh, I think preseason's gone f- as, as, as you would expect. I think we're, you know, we've, all the teams that we've played in preseason have all been Premier Division sides. Um, so we started out with a good win against Longford Town. And unfortunately, the rest of the, the the results haven't haven't gone our way, but the performances have been have been very good. I suppose within the club, there's eleven new signings, you know, so they all have to bed down, get used to the environment that they're in now. Um, a lot of them have have come from the lower league, well, with the lower leagues, so, but have come from the Munster Senior League, the likes of Killian Cooper, uh, Jake Hegarty, James McCarthy, and a few others have come from the Munster Senior League. Kaelin Rooney and uh, local Cove lad there as well. Kieran Griffin has come in and joined the setup as well. And then you have the likes of Chalky Kim Murphy, who's come back down from from Galway, has joined the squad as well. So, you know, it's 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 going to be an interesting season. I think I think this is going to be the strongest the first division has been in a mm. long, long time. Yeah, you know, and as you know yourself, Damien, it's going to be uh, <laughs> it's going to be a lottery. Yeah, you know, I think whoever's <laughs> it's going to be a lottery because most of the clubs, um, the likes of Athlone. Galway shells like they put serious investment into their squads. Like you know, uh, you see John Caulfield has his five or six right backs already. Uh, <laughs> you know, and you know, and look at the squad that they have: the likes of Duggan and the likes of uh, Cunningham that he's brought in as well, and uh, the likes of Badger. You, you, uh, you know, squad. so it's, it's I'm looking forward to it. So lots of coming and goings. Which one signing would you say excites you most at the moment? I'm looking forward to seeing Kaelin Rooney. Hot prospect when he was younger. I think he was over at Ipswich Town uh, when he was younger. He's back. Yeah, I think he was playing down in Yard. Might have fallen out of love with the game, but you know seems to be doing very well in pre-season. Uh, looking forward to seeing Kieran Griffin as well. Highly thought of young Flynn Cove. Uh, really looking forward to seeing him play as well. But I suppose for me, the most important signings were the retention of some of the players, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the likes of Charlie Lyons was a huge one to keep for us, you know. Uh, it's a fantastic centre half. There was interest from Premier Division clubs, I've, I heard, but he decided to stay. And, you know, the likes of him, Pierce Phillips, John Kavanagh, you know, you know, sticking to the project, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and, showing, and showing faith in the club has been, is huge, you know. And uh, so I suppose like you, you, every side needs to invest in players every year. But I suppose for Cove, it's always been a case that we lose three or four every season. Mm-hmm. They all go off or to, to bigger clubs. Mm-hmm. Like you look at Denzel went away and I know he was a city player initially. Denzel went away. Uh, then you look at, you know, Jay's Kibia going away and we've had, you know, he's gone on to living still. things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've, we've lost players and we there's usually a high turnover of players that leave every year, but this hasn't happened. So I suppose um, that would show you that the foot, the footing that uh, Cove is now, um, it's an attractive place to come and play football. So we actually picked up a player from you, Paul Hunt, um, and I know he lost his place last season to Sean Barron, um, but, and Cove went on to have one of the best defensive records in the league. Is there much, you, can you tell us about Paul Hunt? We'd love to know more about him. Well, I, I, I'd be a good mate of, of Hunty. Uh, he's a very, very good pro. Uh, really looks after himself. Um, would be one of the first to training, one of the last to leave. 
lovely lad, quiet lad. A lot of people think that, you know, he doesn't say a lot, but he's a very, very good pro, uh, very, very good shot stopper. Can be a bit quieter on the box sometimes, but uh, he probably killed me for saying that. Like, but uh, no, you've got a good, you've got a good lad there, and you know, Paul has won. He's won the first division. Mm. Won it with Longford, yeah. uh, and, I, and I remember the, the season afterwards. I think uh, he played for Longford. They, they played Longford played against Dundalk. I think the year Dundalk won, won the league, and he was man of the match in that game. And he pulled off eight or nine magnificent saves. And I saw him. I suppose two years ago when we were when we were up there for promote where we were heading for promote we were up there at the top looking for promotion. The year we finished second, he pulled off a double save up against Shells, and I've never seen the likes of it before. You know, he was very very unlucky to come out of the team uh, when he did uh, because he had been playing well. But I suppose that's the manager's call. And Baron came in then, and I think he had eight, eight yeah. sheets and out of eleven games like so. And, and I did see some of his saves and they were unbelievable. He looked like a serious yeah. player last year for you. Yeah. So like he, he, you know, Paul will do well at City. He's good signing for City. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so on Friday night, what are you expecting from the game? What? What? War. Give us a prediction. I think I saw, I think I saw Gerald Morrissey tra- tweeting something like, there'll be blood and thunder, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we used to say, we, 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 when City were in the Premier, uh, we'd always we'd always get a pre-season out of them and, and it'd be down in St. Coleman's Park and the pitch would be shite. And we yeah. they would just kick lumps out of each other and John would be happy to go off the pitch knowing that he doesn't have to face us for another 12 months. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the pitch, the pitch in Coleman's Park over the last year, year and a half is actually so good now that it's actually, it's doing a bit of a disservice to the co-players. <laughs> uh, the... the, the um, the footballing teams are coming down now and they're actually finding that they actually can play football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, no, but what do I think? I think it'll be a very competitive game. I think it'll be uh, who blinks first type of thing, you know, I, I, and it, it could be an individual error or something like that that might seal it, you know. You know, I suppose City have a few players that have come in that haven't been in the squad, a few fellas on loan as well, and they've taken one or two from the Munster Senior League. I'm looking forward to seeing Jack Walsh actually play for uh, yeah. for City. Um, and this guy did is a George. He, he, I think he, he likes to be called Heaven. Even we're going to call him Heaven. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heaven and Earth. We're hoping he puts us in Heaven, so that we're we're sticking with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I I think it I think it'll be you know it'll be one of those games where both sides won't want to lose. It'll be frantic. I think you know there's a couple of ex City players there, a mm. couple of ex Cove players there. They'll all be you know a lot of them would know each other as well from the Munster Senior Leagues and from the Under 19 teams yeah. and stuff like that. I think City will be looking, you know, to to, to put down a marker from the start. I think Colum Colum will have them well drilled in what to expect. But Cove are a, set, are, are a settled side as well. Stewart will have them have them well drilled, you know. Uh, but I'm going for a draw, a playoff spot. Ian, thanks very much, buddy. Not at all. Thanks, Cheers, Ian. Thanks. 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 Cheers. Thanks. Take care, Ian. Bye. 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 It's our turn now. I'm going to Cove Friday night. Decky, talk to me. It's great to be back. It's great to be back with, with live football, something to talk about. The forum is going to be buzzing. The city is going to be buzzing. The lads are coming up from the Great Island. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's so frustrating that we can't be there. 
welcoming the cove bus as it comes up, you know, Evergreen Road or wherever, whichever way it comes in, you know, comes across out in front of the cross and we're all there banging its windows, throwing Bulmer's bottles at it, you know, <laughs> flares lighting, um, like the good old days. Like the good old days. Okay, so it's going to, it's kicking off Friday. What do you think, Wems? What, what, how are we going to approach it? How are we going to approach everything? I think... George Heaven said it um, on the Red FM piece with Rory. We're a side who wants the ball. We want to dominate possession. We want to take it to the opposition. That's clearly the way Healy wants to do it. He wants to press high. He wants to, you know, everybody seems to be understand the structure, understand the methodology. So um, I think we win. I think it would be extremely disappointing if we don't win. It's it's a perfect game to start the season. Mm. Um, we actually have a nice start to the season. We have, you know, Cove at home, Cabinteely away. Then we have Athlone at home. Um, so I think it's a nice, it's a good opportunity for nine points. Seven points would be acceptable. But I think just to get things up and running and get the fan base energised and get everybody happy. Are we, are know, we more excited about this match than any match in the past year and a half? Yes, 100%. Yeah, I think so. It was it really kicked into me today. Uh, picked up my son on the way home. All we could think was Friday night, Friday night, Friday night, Friday night, Friday night. We are pacing this on a, on one game against Waterford on an iPhone, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I kind of it's a bit... yeah. No, I, 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 you're right. The George Heaven Heaven interview. I, ju- I was just listening, and what a man! What a I tell you, what a guy! I, tell you, I, if I was twenty I, years younger. I, I, <laughs> I, I have a lot of I have a lot of man love for George you now. You know? um, it's just but we we spoke about attitude and mentality when we spoke about Boston on the first show, and then you listen to George talking, and it's just like he says everything you want to hear. You know, he's a young lad, he's twenty one, but he recognizes he had to leave Leicester City, he had to leave home, he had to go out into the real world, play men's football, get experience. All those things, you know. I mean, it's just the attitude just sounds so right. It's it's like like even a lot of them were probably sound bites, but they just came across really well. And the way oh, he spoke yeah, was just yeah. like you knew he was kind of feeding you information, but you kinda of wanted to hear it. So I, like, yeah, I don't yeah. think there was sound bites, Scott. I think there was more to it than that. I, no, I, don't, I, don't, think bites, I don't think when a guy I don't think when a guy's coming with sound bites, he talks about the you know, missing his family, but he knows he had to leave home, you know, I'm twenty one. That's what twenty one year olds do. They need to get out in the world, they need to experience life, they need to learn their industry, you know. I think that goes beyond sound bites. I think that and, goes to mentality and attitude, and it's exactly what you want. I mean, we haven't had an attitude and a mentality like that from a foreign import since Dan Murray. And we all know what Dan Murray became, you know, and and, and it's unfair to start comparing Heaven to Dan Murray already because we haven't we've seen him play one game on an iPhone, as you say, you know. But I mean, just in terms of focus and mentality and what you want to hear out of a guy, then um he said all the right things anyway. If if his performances on the field match, then Damien asked a question last week, who who's a future captain? And tell you know he is a future captain if we can hold on to him. And there you go. The man love is real for George Heaven, Heaven, Haven, Haven. Um, the man love is real. I've got another one for you, Lance. Apparently, um, a player source that Hakkinen is actually the best player at the league, uh, at the club, at the club. Hakkinen is the man in training, so he's the one to watch. Uh, I'm going to leave it with that. Mary, you've, you've more sources than the deep source at, at, at Watergate, like, and you won't tell it. That's the first, like, you never said any of that to us. No I, I wanted to keep it. Dropping that in there. Wayne, co-ramblers, tell me what you think. Talk to me.
I was seriously excited. Um, I can't wait. Friday night, put the kids to bed, get the fucking coke out, sit back, watch the match, and just please drink responsibly. By the soak way, soak it all in. Right, prediction times. Uh, we're going to do a league table um, where we're going to predict something every week and we're going to see who has the right one. So, Decky, I want a prediction on the match, please. 2 0. Yeah. Wayne? I'm going 5 1. 5 1. Okay. Someone write them down, guys. 3 1, 2 0, 5 1. Um, okay, so. If only uh, there was a way we could check back and listen to him again in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Big announcement. Toe tap season MVP announcement and weekly MVP shit is what it says here in front of me. <laughs> okay, so I can tell you every week after a game, we're going to run a poll on our Twitter and Instagram, and we want you to decide who the man of the match was. There will be weekly toe tap MVP, and at the end of the season, we're going to total up all the MVPs and award a toe taps. So remember, toe taps is the other three Amigo podcast supporters, which are you, your the supporters, you, a toe taps season MVP. Decky is now going to tell you how the scoring system is going to work. Yeah, it's not rocket science, guys. It's pretty simple. We're going to decide the four nominations, bang them up in a poll on social media. The winner each week gets five points, second gets three points, third gets one point. We're going to track them across the season. And whoever has the most points at the end of the season is the toe taps season MVP trophy to be presented trophy big hullabaloo you know I mean this this is the prize the players want to win this, you know? it's, it's um, the Oscars of the first division absolutely absolutely I mean who wouldn't want to win it you know um, it's a troll I'm sure it's like after- a troll stapled to two bits of wood no that's the Rosca de Geller Cup nicer than that. it's nicer it's much nicer yeah. it's going to be amazing it's going to be the prize that all the players want we know that Questions for the lads. Craig Corcoran asks, will Jack O'Donoghue ever get his chance to talk shite out Dylan McLeod? No. Go get your own podcast. Anthony O'Sullivan asked, could we make an 11 of players who've left City since Shawnee left? Best 11 players who've left us since Shawnee left. The best 11 players who've been here since Shawnee oh, left, left. I imagine. We'll ask Anthony, you need to let us know more and we can maybe do it for the next pod. <laughs> Yeah, look, we we can do it and bang it up in social media, I'd imagine. No problem. Anyway. Uh, Shane on Twitter said, do the club actually give two shites about their supporters? Or are they able to rip them off with the season car prices? I think we spoke about that. Yeah, I just I just say on that, I think it's a little unfair. It's not a little unfair. It is unfair to accuse the club of ripping off supporters. I thought that's not the intention. That's not where it goes. They put a value on the season card package. Everybody disagrees with the value they put on it, but it's not motivated by them looking to rip off fans. It's it's motivated by how they value their package. And we just think they've, the fan base thinks they've overvalued it. I don't see that as them trying to rip off the fan base, to be honest, you know? Yeah, like short and sweet as usual. It's not intentional. It's just short-sighted. Yeah, we, we all agree. It should have been kept simple. Just, <laughs> just give a... It's a, just give a, a streaming pass and a 50 euro voucher for 120 quid that's it look we, we, we spoke about that earlier on yeah. um, Rory Lally asked the new exciting that you're most excited to see I'll go to you first Wayne the new signing um, Hackenden yeah it's, it, it's, 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 it's just yeah Hackenden Decky Ah, uh, look I mean I'm swooning the man love is real like you know he's such a he's such it's, a hunky guy it's got nothing to do with hunky guys, you know. And I am like I was a centre half myself, and I do love I do love a big strong centre half. <laughs> right, okay, that's a, that sounds wrong. Oh, sorry, okay, that comes out wrong. Um, like I just I just loved his attitude. I loved his mentality. And as I said, I'm just looking forward to to seeing him on a pitch. 
probably were hacking in by the sounds of things. I think so. It's probably a bit um, weird that there are two most exciting signings or centre halves. No, mine is Jack Walsh. I just want to see him play. Well, I just won't start. But he, uh, I, he might. He might. He might. No chance. John, no, he's third line now. It's a. What I what I will do actually is a match Friday night. Um, who's going to start in goal, Wayne? McNulty. Decky. Harrington. Wayne, who's starting right back? BC. Oh, Lord. Eunice. I'm going with BC. Who's going to start as the number nine, Decky? Keen Murphy. Wayne. Uh, Whitmarsh. I'm also going with Whitmarsh. Can I ask you, where does the Whitmarsh stuff come from? Because Keen Murphy's performance in water. Because he got given the number nine. No, no, it's got to do do with like having Keen Murphy's big, strong, bulky. You need someone with a nip, bit of pace, bit bit of guile. Gotta start with, with but not when they're playing and, up front in their own, on, and, on, and they're going to be asked to play with their back to goal. He's, he's ex Cove as well. Is he ex Cove? Paul Hunt is yeah. Paul Hunt is ex Cove. None of us expect him to start in goal. Yeah, but it's a bit different. Except Ian Ryan, but it sounds like him. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Um, last words. No, I'm just excited. Three days to go, and it's back. We've got 27 weeks of it, possibly more if we're in the playoffs. <laughs> but um, yeah, just excited to get started now. Have you got to change your mind on where we're going to where we're going to finish in the league win? Number one. Champions. Decky, any last words? Yeah. Just two. Well, two that'll probably become 202, but two. Patsy Frayne. Um, for anybody who didn't see it, Patsy did the fantastic Two Norries um, podcast during the week. Um, and I just hope... I was watching it and, and Patsy's such a nice man, you know. I have I only met Patsy a couple of times, but he's such a such a nice guy and he's so down to earth and he's so low back. I just I was thinking watching the podcast, I was thinking, you know, I hope he knows, I hope he understands um what he what he means to to city fans, you know. Um the word legend is banded around way too easily these days, you know, but Patsy is a bona fide Cork legend, not just a Cork City legend, but a bona fide Cork legend. You know, and you look at the Cork legends there are Sonny O'Sullivan, Roy Keane, who has Christy Ring, you know, um, and Patsy for me anyway is right there in that mix. And I guess Patsy did something that Christy Ring did as well, but but Roy and Sonia didn't because they went international and they moved out and whatnot. Patsy put his his community, he put his club, he put his city on his back. And he carried them for for years, you know. Um, and I just hope he realizes and and, and recognizes how much he's appreciated, loved, respected um, by by generations of city fans, you know. Um, and it was great. It was great to see him. Great to hear from him. And you know, some of his he was stories, well, right, was wasn't he? But yeah, he was like fantastic. Um, yeah. Ex Cove as well, absolute legend. You know, an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, and you've any more last words, Decky? Or you said you'd two? <laughs> what? Patsy Frayn were the two. Oh, right, okay. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, for me, I would say great program cover for the club for the first match against Cove. Yeah. Uh, a fair play. Yeah. Very nice touch putting Finbar on the cover. That's a really nice touch. Um, I'm so excited for Friday night. I hope this next week, <laughs> I'm not depressed. <laughs> and we're all okay and it's been great 
And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for joining me from myself, Damien, Wayne, Decky, the other three amigos, and also Ian Ryan for joining in our Cove amigo. We've also got Megan, our Scottish amigo, and one, our marketing amigo. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of amigos now. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for episode four, which will be hopefully next week. Uh, and this Friday, come on, city. Come on, city. Adios, everybody. Adios. Adios, amigos.